0: it. Here we go. Episode 221. Boom. Yep. No Run laugh number. track. No laugh track podcast right here from Acme. I am Justin Severson, the host Circle of Heat. That's the band who you just heard play there at the beginning. Thank you guys. Chad Daniels is here. Hello. Uh, we're not gonna let you hear what we were just talking about. Um, well, maybe I hopefully Erica deleted everything, but I've, he's already made me laugh. Uh, we're off to a good start. Pressure's on. Get off your fucking phone. I'm looking. Hold on for a second. <laughs> to to a thousand. Hold on. Uh, you're doing some math.
1: Yeah, I just want to see if I was okay. What's the episode number? Two two one. Two two one. Okay. Mm-hmm. Two two three is a prime number.
0: Oh, do you want to leave and come back or? Uh, kind of. That's going to screw up some timing of things. That's fine. Let's do whatever. Oh uh, well, let's see here. All right, we'll sit on this one and uh, we'll rename it two twenty three. Or we could rename it two two seven, and I could. Do my best Jack A voice. (laughs) Marla, I'll be Marla Gibbs. (laughs) Lester so many people are like, what are they
1: doing right now? Who's Jack
0: A? The fuck is Jack A? Oh, you may. uh, I'm sorry, folks who doesn't don't know who Jack A. Maybe you know her from her uh, full name, Jackie Harry. I think was her name. Or maybe you
1: also know her from Family Feud because it's actually Steve Harvey in a wig.
0: that that could be I uh welcome Chad. Thank you so much. Here we are. It's good to be back. Yeah. This is um I'm going to speak for you. This is the highlight of your week. Highlight of your this week is your highlight, the best week of your year every I year. enjoy this week the most. Yeah.
1: Yes. Mm-hmm. That is a true statement. Yeah.
0: Good mm-hmm. good. Where are and we-
1: if other clubs would ask me what was that thing I heard about Acme? I'd be like, "That's, but that's real. Yeah. I wouldn't back down
0: and say, I say that about all the clubs. Sure. Nope. This is a real situation here. Good. Did yeah. you, I, you were wearing an FF hat? I know that's, I'm sure that stands for family, no, Fergus Falls. Well, here's the thing.
1: I got this hat at a Foo Fighters concert at Wrigley Field. Get out of here. That's why it's the Cubs colors. Awesome. Um, but it looks exactly like my American Legion baseball hat from Fergus Falls when I was a youngster. So that's why that's
0: why I got. It. I don't normally buy stuff at concerts. Brilliant, thank you so much. Brilliant, brilliant. <laughs> did you know I did a quick uh, Google search of Fergus Falls to see if there's anything fascinating in the new, in your hometown? I did not, and there isn't. Um, their football team is undefeated. Okay,
1: yeah, I knew that. Did you play football? I I played until I was a sophomore. Then I boxed. What? Yeah, there was. Uh, I was a wideout or they call it a flanker, and uh, we never threw the ball. I had a better <laughs> chance of catching a pass if I would played defense uh-huh. on that team. So then I just didn't want to do it anymore. Yeah. So I just told, I asked the coach, I go, are we ever going to throw this year? And he said, nope. And I go, all right, take it easy. And
0: then I went and boxed instead. You didn't go, could you put me at running back?
1: No, there were. I, I wasn't not skilled enough. No. There were guys way better than me, so.
0: What was the boxing? Was there competition in boxing? Yeah, golden gloves. Yeah? <coughs> mm-hmm. No kidding. hmm And you were on the Olympic team, is that correct? I think you're mistaken. Oh. You might want to re-Google that. My uh, research team is on vacation. Yes. My research, uh-huh. research team is on vacation. Sorry about that. <laughs> what, uh, I didn't know the other thing I saw that happened in Fergus Falls mm-hmm. is somebody's trying to take your title as the uh, most famous person from there. Did you, <laughs> did you hear about? I didn't know. I first of all didn't. I don't. Not the f- most famous person. But what? What else? You? What else happened? <laughs> There's some guy. He set a world record. He floated down the or up. I guess I saw some com- Google uh, some comments saying that he didn't float down the river. He floated up the river in a pumpkin. Hmm. Yeah. Very interesting. Do you know anything about this? I haven't heard anything about that. But I don't get. I, when I'm home, I don't leave my house. <laughs> I'm gonna. I'm gonna uh, give you some details about this while I'm looking. How was last night? Really fun. Yeah.
1: Wednesday night, it was packed in here. The crowd was great. It gave you a really long leash. Okay. Which is what this club is known for. I mean, you don't want to like, just come out and be an asshole for no reason. <laughs> but it's fun to push boundaries in this club. Because they'll let you know when they're done. Mm-hmm. They'll let you know when they're sick of it. <laughs> which I think is great. And they don't hold it against you. They'll let you know when they're sick of it and then they reset which I think is what a comedy crowd should do. Yeah. They're like, nah, 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 we're calling bullshit, next, and then they're right there. Because a lot of clubs, I feel like Sisyphus, I'll get that rock up the hill, and then I'll take a drink of water or some shit, and it rolls all the way back down. I mean, I haven't even said anything to offend them. I just stop to take a drink of water, and I have to reset. Yeah. So it's horseshit that way, but... um. Yeah, this, you know, of course, this club is, I started here and feel very comfortable on stage and blah, 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 blah. Blah, blah, blah. blah,
0: blah. Rick Swanson. Did you go to school with Rick Swanson? I did not. Uh, he's, according to this article, uh, he, not Chad Daniels, is Minnesota's homegrown hero of the day. He's a corn, uh, corn seed salesman from Fergus Falls. Oh, perfect. Yeah. He sailed a giant pumpkin 26 miles uh, up the Red River, smashing the existing Guinness world record. Huh. Mm-hmm interesting yeah well good for him yeah mm-hmm.
1: that's nice um, i would never expect to be the home what the homegrown hero you said
0: <laughs> it's right.
1: no i would never expect to be that
0: no, no no
1: i think i think people might put me in for it you know like they'd be like oh you, there's a comedian in town that uh let's watch some of his clips and then one second in they're like nope <laughs> never mind we're not admitting he's from here gross
0: no. Oh, no, for cripe's sakes. So normally, Chad, when you come back to town to do uh, some shows here at Acme, uh-huh. I assume you probably head back home Sunday? I do. This week, you will not be. I will not. There's no. There's something else going on. Yeah, let's talk
1: about that. All right. Documentary filmed in Asia, the Acme Comedy Tour. Went to Hong Kong two years ago in September. And... uh yeah, they just filmed us being knuckleheads and filmed all the other comics over there in kind of, uh, you know, Lewis's big venture. Lewis, the owner of Acme, was he wanted to go over there and he wanted to help uh, the Hong Kong scene skip the 90s of America. Because what <laughs> happened is, for people that don't know, the 80s, huge comedy boom. People were getting paid. They were making stages out of folding tables. And people were getting paid to do comedy in every venue because it was the craze. That's mm-hmm. what everyone wanted to see. And then in the 90s, people that weren't ready, didn't have any material, had stolen all their material or whatever it is. They got asked to do the gigs and then people were like, well, this is bullshit. They're not funny or we've heard this or whatever else. And then that it took a huge dump. Right. Comedy did. So it took a while to build it back up in the 2000s. And that's what Lewis went over there for to try to help those guys realize that don't do that. <laughs> I know you want it to just fast forward. Mm-hmm. But don't do that. Like, you have to you have to make the correct steps. And, you know, I think they did learn a lot from Lewis. He's a really smart business guy, and I fucking hate talking about him like this.
0: <laughs> he doesn't listen. I funny. hate respecting him. He doesn't listen. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Good. Have you seen the final product? I mean, I, I'm excited I to be able to finally see it. Uh, yeah,
1: they, uh, they unveiled it. The first um, premiere was in L.A., and so Tom Segura, Pete Lee, and I, the three comics that went over there, were there. Yeah. And we watched it. And it was tough, because they had some one-on-one interviews, you know? Uh-huh. And it was like, we hadn't slept. And, and almost, you know, we just couldn't sleep over there. We couldn't get it together to sleep. Yeah. And so uh, I felt a little like Abu Ghraib, where it was like giving them information you didn't want to give them, because of <laughs> sleep deprivation. <laughs> So I remember saying some stuff like, and Lewis has helped me through this and this. And then afterwards, I was like, thank God they didn't put that in the film. Uh-huh. <laughs> Looked like such a candy ass. <laughs> no, thank you.
0: Have you, uh, is there any? Could, are you going to tell us about anything that got left on the cutting room floor? That- well, there was one thing that they didn't even film, but it, I filmed
1: it on my phone. Pete Lee actually filmed it on my phone. It was uh, we had left a bar, and I was so exhausted that drinking a beer was going to put me to sleep. Mm-hmm. So I started doing YAG bombs and uh, exhaustion and then an energy drink plus alcohol. Mm -hmm. Just as kind of like you're breaking even. So I was still just as tired. But faking, like feigning enthusiasm. Like, oh, God, it's so amazing. (laughs) And so we were leaving. And it was a place called Soho in Hong Kong. And so the hills are at such a steep angle that they have uh, escalators built into these hills. Mm -hmm. And these escalators have roofs on them. Roofs? roofs, roofs. There we go. Uh, who? It was a hoven creature.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, they had tops on them.
0: There you go. And so
1: <laughs> it was raining, and everybody was using the escalators. But I didn't want to go on the escalator because there was a long line to even get on the escalator. Mm-hmm. So uh, the streets were cobblestone. But really slick. It was almost like when you walk out into a lake and there's rocks, how they're mossy. That's how slick it was because of all the pollution in the air. So when the rain came down, it was like a thick, oily grossness. And so I'm like, well, I'm a Minnesota boy. I know how to deal with this. So I went and I grabbed the top of a trash can and I flipped it over and I used it like a saucer sled. (laughs) And I got a running start. And I... It was like Christmas Vacation when he puts Crisco on it or whatever. I mean, just boing. I get (laughs) going so fast that you can hear Pete and the other guy, Damien, one of the uh, camera guys for the crew, were like, oh, shit. He's not going to stop. Because you get all the way down, and then it's a main main throughway. Like, it's 50 miles per hour or whatever. Really? Yeah. (laughs) So I go down. And I'm not going to stop for sure. Yeah. I land in a puddle, and I realize that's not even going to stop me. So I'm heading out in the street. So I have to dig my toes into the ground and put my hands down. So it looks like I slid into second base with no gloves. Ouch. I mean, it was all cut up. And my toes, I had these boots. These are new boots because I the toes in my other ones got completely ruined because <laughs> I needed breaks. Yeah. So I get into the street, and I do like a backwards worm mm-hmm. where my feet go up, and then I push myself back. And as I do... A cab goes by me, and I can feel my hair move. What? That's how close the cab was. Yeah, I was close to getting murdered.
0: Murder in Hong Kong. And it wouldn't have been on film. That's the shittiest part. Right. Yeah. Yeah. They could have added that to the movie, and then, well, we're just going to have to explain this to you. Yeah, Chad died. Yeah. But... While
1: filming. <laughs> and they'd have to like do some sort of animated. Here's what happened. Because Segura somehow got all the way down there. And he was talking to a cab to try to get us back to our place. (laughs) Okay. So he's negotiating with his head in the window of the cab. I come through, make a big splash right by him. He, you know, in Tom Segura fashion with his loud burst of voice, Uh he just goes, what the fuck? (laughs) And then
0: right back into the cab to negotiate further. (laughs) It was great. It was pretty funny. Let's just uh, let's say, a la uh, Brandon Lee in The Crow, when he died during the filming. Mm-hmm. Remember that? And yeah. then they had to fil- finish the movie. Had to work weekend at Bernie. Y- yeah. What What would they have done with a dead Chad? Daniels I hope
1: they film? would have done exactly weekend at Bernie. Like they would have had me like sticks in my pants and moving me like a like sticks attached to their clothes. So when they stepped, I would step. That's what I hoped it would be. My head just swiveling like I had a real black girl attitude, like "Hi, mm, hi." Hey. Mm, hey.
0: That's What's what Chad's had- new attitude.
1: You know, I love Hong Kong. Hi. Hey. <laughs> My head moving all over the place.
0: <laughs> you know, so I like I said, I haven't seen uh, the documentary, the movie yet. I'm, I'm looking forward to being at that showing on Sunday. But what I. I think from all the like the descriptions I've heard from you and Pete and Tom since it's happened and Josh of course uh yeah. the guy who made the movie Yeah he
1: uh such an incredible filmmaker
0: this guy. I never I never thought that it would show and this is what I noticed from the trailer the uh the local comics from there. Yeah. Like all the all the attention they're getting. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think he wanted to show uh the juxtaposition
1: of of professional American comics versus guys that are giving it a whirl in Asia. Yeah. There was one guy that was real funny, but he, it was so crazy because it was in Singapore and when they're, I don't know the exact ages, but when they're young, like let's say 18 to 20, they have to be a civil servant, whether it's, uh, whether it's armed forces, police, firefighter, anything like that. They, Uh they have to do that. So, which I think is smart because when you're, why not use... The strongest people you have—that mm. makes sense to mm-hmm. me—and then just let the smartest people run it. Yeah. So, right. um, but yeah, they have to. So he couldn't—he couldn't tour or do comedy or anything because he had to. Um, he had to do that for two years, and so I'm th- he came to UCLA. I think I guess he was a real genius, and then just decided he didn't want to do it anymore, and so he went back to do comedy. And his parents like disowned him and oh, like wow. a bunch of stuff. But he was. I, in my opinion, very funny. The three of us, Pete, Tom, and I, sat back and just laughed our asses off because there was, there were a couple guys that yikes. I mean, it was just nothing but energy, uh-huh. and so there was no act. It yeah. was just like flying around like a little hummingbird, and it was like, take a drink, little hummingbird. You're gonna get dehydrated up there. That's why I went, little birdie. I'm, yeah, I'm a you know I'm a, I like to I'm a health guy. You right. can you
0: can tell right? <laughs> Holy shit, yuck. I don't know. Are you a health guy? What's in that cup right now? That's that's a triple shot coffee latte thingy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah. Nice. I saw on um, so on your social media feed. I don't on. I don't know. I don't, I don't know what to believe anymore. Sure. I'll tell you. Uh, I don't have any secrets. You had a picture. It looked like Matthew McConaughey. Oh yeah. It was in that picture at a concert.
1: Yes. Explain. I went down to do. A comedy festival in Austin, Texas. It was the first time they had done it. The Alterta- Altercation Comedy Festival. Um guy named JT down there put it on. Really funny comic. Uh, good following. Like, he he gets crowds that get it, uh-huh. you know, that, that will get, you know, they'll let you go. Kind of like Acme, right? So. Good, good Good job there. Yeah, big time. This is the Acme Podcast. <laughs> You're listening to the Acme Podcast. Um, so I went down there and it was like, it was very little money and, uh, you know, kind of crashed at people's houses and stuff like that. So it's not what you're used to, um, which is, I I love that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, but when I was there, I ran into an old buddy of mine named Mike and then I was talking to him about going back to Austin the next weekend for Austin city limits because I wanted to see band of horses and Willie Nelson Mm -hmm. band of horses. I've listened to them. Almost exclusively for two years. I mean, I obviously listen to other people, but in my car, when I'm driving, it's Band of Horses. Okay. You know? So he goes, You're not going to believe this. And so did JT. JT also knows this guy. So JT and Mike hooked me up with this guy named Ian, who's a tech for Band of Horses. And he goes, Text me, you know, and let me know when you're there. I'll see if I can, like, maybe get a picture with him or whatever. So I was like, All right. Get there. We're 40 yards back in the middle, ready for Band of Horses. I text him just to say, hey, if they if they would sign anything, I'll send a hat back with you or something. I think that'd be great. Uh, I'm not normally a fanboy, but for some of their music, I just love it. Uh-huh. So he goes, well, why don't you come backstage? And I was like, yeah, why don't I? That sounds great. Yeah. And so I go back there, and he goes, hey, man, just so you know, it's really packed back here. And as we're walking, I'm looking, and I'm thinking there's so many people, I'm not even going to be able to see the concert. So I really screwed up by doing this. But he circumvents this giant crowd and puts me in right by the tech that's tuning the guitars. I'm three feet away from the set list, so I can see exactly what they're doing. Very cool. And I have a great angle of the band. And then I turn to my left, McConaughey, right there. Uh-huh. And so he's doing this thing. Um, you can just tell, man, he is definitely him. What you think he is, that's what he is. Okay. So he was saying, and he was there with his, you know, model wife and his kids, which, by the way, his son was keeping beat with a Gatorade bottle on the ground. And it was impeccable. Okay. This kid's timing is impeccable. He was doing fills with the Gatorade (laughs) bottle. It was crazy. He was so good. So then McConaughey keeps going. uh, He keeps going. uh, What did he say? Uh, Oh, he'd go. uh, After a song, he'd go, hum now come now like that right and he was doing the athlete dance like where you jut your chin out really uh-huh. aggressively yeah you know what i mean and backwards hat and another really funny story his handler came over the guy that was like getting him from place safe to place to place safely
0: mm-hmm.
1: um he goes uh mr mcconaughey would you like another beer and he goes no man i got a uh what'd he say uh i got a shotgun right in my back pocket and he takes it out and it's another beer and just opens it exactly what you would think from, awesome. from Days and Confused. Yes. yeah. I mean, he was, he was cast as himself, and now he plays different characters. But that first yeah, one right. was him.
0: They stayed the same age.
1: Yeah. And so he's going, he's going, hum now, hum now. And his wife is like, Matthew, what are you doing? And I went, wing batter. Because that's the second part of hum now, right? From yeah. When you're watching a baseball game. Yeah, yeah. And so he starts laughing. He goes, this guy gets it. And so we chat a little nice. bit. And then uh, my favorite song comes on, Is There a Ghost?, Comes on and I hear, and he's telling me a story. And I go, Hey, man, I'm so sorry, but this is my favorite song and I got to listen to it. And he goes, Yeah, man, that's cool. I get it. I get it. And he stopped. You shut down Matthew McConaughey. Well, I wanted to hear the song so badly because I didn't fly to Austin to talk to him. I flew <laughs> to watch Band of Horses. So I really, I mean, this song. I did a hundred colleges in six months a couple years ago, uh-huh. and that song is what kept me awake on the road and stuff. Okay, because it has a really great. It starts off kind of slow, but then it has a the drums come in and it's just like gets your blood pumping. I don't want to say gets your dick hard, but gets your blood pumping. And sometimes the ghost there. Uh-huh. So, uh huh. So so I wanted to hear it, and I did, and I had to, I had to stop his story. <laughs> uh, did you meet the band? I met the uh, the lead guitarist, I Tyler's his name, I met him, and he's, uh, he, one of, my favorite song of theirs is called Evening Kitchen, and it's a duet between Ben and him, the lead singer, mm-hmm. and so I got to meet him, and uh, everyone else is kind of busy, and I understand after a show when you just want to unwind, mm-hmm. so I didn't, uh, didn't pry. And You said Willie Nelson was there too. Willie Nelson, yeah, was there. Um, he was there. That was Friday. Uh, that was Friday, and Willie Nelson was there Sunday. Oh, okay, different. And age. it was just outrageous. Yeah, I mean, watching him, eighty-three years old. You know, he's running scales with his fingers, but he's old, so he missed a bunch of times, uh-huh. and no one cared. No. But I, I did find out I'm the old curmudgeon guy. At concerts now. Because we were at an outdoor concert. People are smoking weed. People are talking. But there were three 17-year-olds right next to me. And one of them was going, he is like legit senior citizen. Like, I mean, like, look at his, like, arms like. When he, like, moves them like, they shake like. And I go, (sighs) and I just went, you three need to shut the fuck up. I said (laughs) that at an outdoor concert. Who does that? I go, there is a legend 30 yards away from you. Show a little goddamn respect. And then everyone around me was like, who is this asshole? (laughs) That's how I I felt they looked at me. But then when they got mad and they left, the kids left. Sure. And then they were like, thank you for doing that. We were thinking this. And I was like, oh, okay. You looked at me. I thought you thought it was an asshole. And they were like, no, she would not shut her mouth. And I get it. You're outside and you're young. I understand it. But Willie Nelson, that's a one-time deal now. I mean, that is, he's old. Mm Mm-hmm. So there were times on the big screen where he was waving at the end of the show, and you expected to see, like, the dates of his life come up, <laughs> like in one of those documentaries, you know? And I mean, he just faded And away. he's, like, right there in front of you live, for sure. You just saw him alive. But I still expected when he waved for the dates to come up. It was insane, man.
0: In remembrance. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Oh, shit. <laughs> we, <laughs> totally, we
1: totally Tupac'd you guys. <laughs> this was just a yeah, hologram.
0: Right. <laughs> um, I love that. Hey, um, you mentioned Tom Segura. I course. did. I went on, uh, I put your name into Spotify last night. Okay. And it knows something about this uh, comedy tour, this Acme Does Tour it? of Asia, because it went from you, of course, since it was the Chad Daniels channel, sure. to a Tom Segura track. Interesting. Huh? That's interesting. Related artists.
1: Yeah. Well, I think, you know, we're we're brothers in blood now mm-hmm. because we uh, had the same woman in Asia. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm completely, I want everyone that's listening to understand that was 100% a joke. Uh, Tom is such a good dude, good husband, good father. So let's, please. Uh, but he's fat. He's getting fatter. And that concerns me. I will tell you that. Um, Did you
0: By the way, since you brought it that up, have you seen this fat shaming yeah, thing
1: that he's doing with Burt
0: Kreischer? Holy fuck. Yeah.
1: Well, I mean, what a great way to make money selling t-shirts. <laughs> Find two guys that are just like on a rocket ship to fame mm-hmm. and then start an argument and have people pick teams. Yeah. Fuck both of you yeah, right? and your retirement.
0: Uh-huh.
1: <laughs> I bet they just giggle yeah. every time they hear the word "fat." Now, yeah. Mm-hmm. But Segura, man, I'll tell you this: he, you know, I always thought like if I ever reached a level where I could help people with where I was, mm-hmm. I would do it. Mm-hmm. Um, I have not reached that level, but Segura has, and he did this. I'm at the Sacramento uh, Punchline the first weekend of November, and they put out they put out like a tweet that said that it was the trailer of the movie. And they were like, "Hey, Chad Daniels is going to be here. He's in this trailer with Club Favorites Tom Segura, and he retweeted it. And it like retweets the dates and everything. I'm going to be there, so I thought that was really cool of him because nice. he certainly. I don't think you retweet that otherwise. Uh-huh. So that was a, that was a cool move on his part. And Pete too, man. Pete, anytime I go to New York, he tries to get me on stage and everything like that. So um, you're the first person that said uh, on this
0: podcast that said Pete Lee's a nice guy. It's
1: I don't believe that for one second. <laughs> I will say. Uh, that he has a dark side. Jesus Christ. <laughs> um, yeah, it's, it's nice. It's nice. People are like, why do you stay in northern Minnesota, right? How, how are you doing comedy from there? And I tell them uh, I'm really fake nice to people that I meet. Mm-hmm. And then they work hard. And then I call them for favors. Mm-hmm. And that's how I've chosen to live my life. I don't like any of these motherfuckers. Not one of them. I don't. Yeah. You know, I say good father, good husband. Why would I know that? I've never been to his place. (laughs) He's invited me, but I don't go.
0: Not even sure he has any children.
1: Yeah. I mean, who knows what's going on in his life. Right. But I just know that uh, I need stuff from him, so I will continue to say stuff like that. That's
0: perfect. Mm -hmm. Uh, For people that are listening to... Well, obviously, I'm talking, you're listening. Um, Next week, Josh Weinstein, Mm -hmm. Jay Elvis who put together this documentary, will be headlining here along with Chris Bliss at Acme. Absolutely. Which means they'll be making a return to the podcast. Yeah. And we'll be able to talk about the movie after
1: it's been shown. Yeah. Yes. See, I'm lying about it because no one's seen it. Correct.
0: But then they'll have to be truthful. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. Do you know where what the... I mean, I'm going to ask Josh this next week, but do you know what the plan is? Like, where it'll be... You know, we're getting this little private screening. People right. can't actually buy a ticket to go see it. I do
1: I do not know. No. I will tell you that my hope is that it lands on Netflix. Uh-huh. Because, again, I'm going to bring up Segura and yeah. Pete Lee, but uh, Segura has a presence on Netflix. Certainly. So people will go to watch this documentary because of him, and then you'll just see in the credits, you'll see me <laughs> hanging on so goddamn tightly to his coattails. Yes. Be like, well, it looks like a man's being dragged behind a truck. But that's just that Chad Daniels boy trying to keep up with Segura. Oh, he's been holding on for two years. Holy shit. <laughs> I can't believe you think it's only been two years he's been doing this. God
0: damn. The fucking grip on this guy. <laughs> so whenever... Uh, um. You know, when I'm doing the research for the podcast and I'm looking for, you know, see, like, oh, what's Chad been up to? Whenever you go to a site and, like, it'll, uh, like, I'll see something like, hey, he's at the whatever punchline somewhere. Mm -hmm. And it'll describe you and your act and it'll mention, you know, like, you know, he's, uh, you've Heard family jokes before, but never stuff like this, so hmm. I love talking about family stuff with you because oh great um, well, that's nice of people to say yes I want your opinion on uh, I got a couple things for you okay first about my kids and then about uh, something that happened with my wife okay well yeah. okay okay not not my but not the ex wife well, I understand yeah. but
1: as you know, i'm not uh, probably very good at giving advice on that that's why this is perfect okay, great. <laughs>
0: So I just want uh, want me, I want to know what you think of this. The other day I uh, was home alone in the afternoon, and we there were some Halloween ornaments out. Okay, and I'm like, hey, you know what? They're like they're little decals of bats, like
1: the gel that you put on the window.
0: Not not those. They're the uh, but sim- more like the fat head, like the uh, like sure. self adhesive. you take it off, put it back on. Yep, and they're all different bats. And then there's a message that says Happy Halloween. I want to put the bats somewhere. I put them on the window. I put some on the door. And I put some right on the, uh, we have a non-functioning fireplace in the living room. And I put them on the mantle, like five of these bats. Okay. I was like, oh, that looks pretty cool. Kinda, this isn't my part of the house that I decorate, but, uh, you know, hey, I think that looks pretty cool. Wife gets home. I'm like, I go, hey, see what I did today? What do you think? She looks over at it and goes, that's fine. Oof. Like I was asking for permission, not. Oh, that right. looks good. Right. Or you good job. It was that's fine. Like, you sh- you maybe should have asked for permission first. Yeah. But since you did it, and I uh, and it, it's it's okay, so that's fine. Well, let me
1: start here. Yeah. I grew up with a mother, a single mother, mm-hmm. after the age of twelve, mm-hmm. that used the word "sure" and "fine" as basically. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> it was never, if she didn't say yes, nothing meant yes. Okay. Now, that's a tough, that's a tough place to be raised because in the real world, people say, sure, like, mm-hmm. I'd love to. Yeah. Or, fine, that sounds great. Mm-hmm. That's what those words mean to normal people. Yes. Okay. But when you are raised by an angry, crazy person, who I love dearly. But but has some had some anger issues for sure then. Uh you see, hear people say, like I'll like, hey, you want to go to the movie? Sure. Be like, well then fuck you. Right. We're not going. Uh-huh. Don't give me that shit. What are you doing me a favor? I can go to the movie by myself and then like, what is wrong with you? Like nothing. So if I would have heard, hey, what do you think about this? It's fine. I mean, manslaughter charges.
0: <laughs> right. Just threaten my life, I There's think. There's a great chance. <laughs> yeah.
1: Now, <laughs> I think she told me to move out in those words. My, <laughs> My other advice is don't try. Well, let's get that fucking fireplace working. Do you want to know the truth about that? <laughs> Your face just got so serious. <laughs> you went from smiling to this has been a point of contrition at my home <laughs> for some totally time.
0: Has been, oh, I can tell since the week we moved in. I could
1: completely tell. <laughs> but uh, but if you don't know, if you're not like into masonry and shit, you can't do that.
0: You can't fix a flu. Uh, it's no. it's hard as hell. There's no, 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 no. There's nothing wrong with it. I'll tell you why. Okay, we're not using it. I was excited when we're renting this place. I was really excited. We've lived there just over two years now. Super excited! Like last place I lived in was also a rental. We had a fireplace, used it. Yeah, yeah, loved it. I love fireplaces. Loved it, like natural wood burning fireplace, yeah. real deal. Yeah. Right, uh, we do have one now, and it's not functioning because the fir- uh, we were moved in for two days, and in the mail comes these um, candles, not candles where you light the wick. Oh, these- shot. These fucking flameless candles. She takes the flameless candles. And, and made a little bed of hay, and, like baby Jesus's birth. Place. Basically, in but in the in the fireplace. Yes. So we have like fake fire, uh, wickless candles in there. That's made for heat,
1: lady. <sighs> That's specifically designed for heat. Yeah. This is a functioning fireplace. Yeah. But it's being cock-blocked, if I may. Yeah. By some flameless candles. Yeah. You know what? That's not fine. No. And I just called my mom, and I used that word right. <laughs> that is not okay with me at all.
0: Yeah. Put that shit on top, on the mantle. Right. Right. Yuck. Yeah. Wow, I feel... Fu- holy cow, do I feel better now. I can't believe that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I can't. I mean... Every once in a while, someone will come to the house, and they'll see, like, Oh, are you guys using the fire... fire- but no, we're not using the fireplace. Right. No. But then let me ask you this: But then,
1: when you ever see those candles, are you like, I cannot believe she goes on private roads with me?
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> I forgot we didn't record that part. <laughs> Oops, sorry.
0: As much as I complain, the uh, the fire still burns. All right. Yeah, you know still. what? Those candles might be flameless, <laughs> but this bedroom is in fuego. <laughs> That's right. <laughs>
1: of ACME employees understood what I just said. Mm-hmm.
0: Yes. I I guarantee you. (laughs) And then the other thing I wanted to tell you about uh, family stuff is my my children. Yep. Picked them up from school the other day, and my daughter, my 8-year-old, was saying, she was complaining a little bit about how earlier that day the teacher asked her to escort another student to the nurse's office because this little boy uh, was feeling sick so she had to help a kid to the nurse's office while he was carrying, like, the wastebasket to maybe puke in. Sure. And she was like, oh, gross. Like, he didn't puke, but he, but he was gonna. And I had to. My other daughter, 10-year-old Megan, jumps in. What? I am so jealous. You got to leave class? <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Yeah. Yeah. She's in fifth grade. Yep. Yeah. That's really great. Mm-hmm. She would have done it in a heartbeat. Yeah, right. Oh, she's yeah. begging kids to fake sickness. Well, oh, I I have a feeling that she, like there's n- I don't know what the bottoming out on like how bad things like what wouldn't she want to leave class for is what I was thinking like
1: oh yeah yeah
0: what would keep I'll her do in anything class? just to get out of right. here and I she's a good know. student.
1: Well, yeah, maybe she just uh, maybe she's one of those kids that doesn't like the classroom and just gets it. Is mm-hmm. she one of those? I, maybe. maybe. Okay. Yeah,
0: maybe. Because
1: I feel like there are kids that, that get it, could show up and ace a test, but when they're sitting in class, they're like, are you kidding me with this bullshit right, right. now? Right, Again, we're doing this? Because one kid didn't get it? Ship him down to fourth, motherfucker. <laughs> How long are we going to wait for this kid? Right. No child left behind. Holy shit, what a I know that idea. kid's name.
0: Should I call him? <laughs> There's one in particular she always bitches about. And I'm going to call them out. No, I'm not going to call
1: them Well, I wouldn't. I, I don't care. I'm just saying, like, that no kid left behind thing. It's like, so we're all going to be seniors reading at a seventh grade level? Right. Cool, man. Can we not ditch old fucking can't read back here? Right. Let's send them back. Uh-huh. Do you,
0: go, go home. Learn how to read. When you can read, come back. Do you, uh, have you uh, been active in your children's uh, education? Do you go to, like, teacher, parent-teacher conferences? I do. Stuff like that? Yeah, yeah. I always make sure I'm home for those. Mm-hmm um sometimes i had to go to like uh when i was married
1: even i'd have to go to separate and i think that they felt that was weird so I was like can you just get the report you know when when you're home oh, I was yeah like, no i want to i have questions mm-hmm. so i would go to those and then i help with homework and whatever else my son is a tough one because i'll ask him if his homework's done he'll say yes and then i'll get a report back that he
0: hasn't turned in homework for six months oh so that's a little a little aggressive I almost thought it was uh, not, it's weird how much um, access you have. Basically, the, like, the teachers for my kids are going, Oh, you can, you know, you don't even need to, ask. without saying it, they basically said, You don't need to ask these kids what they're doing in school. Just go to our website and I will give you everything. I will give you what yeah. we talked about in school. I will give you the, ma- the assignments. Yep. I will give you the days of the tests. Like, I have an app on my phone. That alerts me when my kid's grade changes. When his grade changes, are you serious?
1: Yeah, and I can go into it and I can push on the class, and it'll show me the assignments. It'll show me his
0: holy crap, his
1: scores for all his assignments. Really? Yep, absolutely. It's called Power School. It's amazing. Does he know about this? Absolutely, he does, <laughs> and that's why I tell him. I go, "Hey, did you get your homework done?" Yeah, I go, "Bullshit, you did." I just got a report. Just now, in my hand, I haven't even opened my phone, so it's still on my lock screen. You jackass! I'm getting push notifications about yes. your delinquency. It's like I'm trying to set my fantasy football lineup, and you now <laughs> your grade now is a D in accounting. Yeah, get your shit together, man. Do I start Sam Bradford or not?
0: <laughs>
1: of course, I don't. No. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so I mean it's uh and my my daughter's a good student. She talks a lot and she's like bored as hell in school. I think uh, we she... were told that as well. But it's it's about your kid. Yeah, well I suppose. Yeah. They were like, hear about this Olivia Daniels. Mm-hmm. Holy <laughs> shit, she won't shut up. Just like her
0: father. Uh
1: yeah. But I think I think that's interesting that one of your kids is like, It was so gross
0: and the other from the same DNA pool. Uh-huh. Was like awesome. Yeah. 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 The one who's like doing even like they're both doing adequate one is doing better like has been bumped up in the advanced stuff. Oh, cool yeah and she was the one i want to leave class oh yeah 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 she's probably one of those like just everything makes sense and she's bored shitless Yeah, probably well i was like that too and then i went to college and completely fucked off. so yeah i know what her future is going to be oh man i i went to a community i probably said this on here before but i went to a community
1: college in fergus falls for three years still do not have enough credits to be a sophomore. But I will tell you this, I don't lose in ping pong.
0: That's a fact. Yeah,
1: right? There was a ping pong table, and I don't lose at ping pong. That's just, that's factual information. And I'm saying that inside of a comedy club owned by a Chinese guy. I do not lose at ping pong.
0: If there were a table here, the challenge would be set. I'd beat anybody. It'd be down. Have you, did you hear the story about
1: Jimmy Fallon and Prince playing ping pong? Mm. Do you think it's one I can tell? I mean, it's. Uh, I'm going to give you the Cliff Notes version. Mm-hmm. So I guess Prince was supposed to play Jimmy Fallon ping pong on Fallon's show one time, and he had to cancel, whatever. Jimmy Fallon's wife was having a baby. He's in the hospital. Questlove, the drummer for The Roots, the Tonight Show band, mm-hmm. gets a text that says he capitalized. Oh, uh, something like, uh, just so you know, he wants to talk to you. He is all capitalized, So H-E capitalized. Mm-hmm. And that means Prince. I guess. Okay. So then he goes, uh, we gotta set up um, a ping pong game. Fallon and I, and Questlove was like, he, his wife just had a baby, can't do it. They go to Susan Sarandon's ping pong place in New York. There is a, uh, like a draped area around a table that is privatized for them. Prince is waiting in like his high heel shoes and a like a purple jumpsuit, and he's like, "Are you ready?" and like all this shit just schools Fallon on the last point he drills one by Fallon uh Fallon goes back, it hits the curtain, whatever he goes back to get the ball stands up turns around prince is gone disappears no I mean this story you if you look look this story up online because it's I'm not doing it justice. Cause there's a story in front of it at a, a concert where Prince. So Jimmy Fallon's at this concert and Prince's people come by and they're like, Prince would like you on stage to dance with him for the last number. And he's like, I'm not doing that. And he comes back and he's like, well, I think he should. So he goes up there and like, he's dancing and he turns around and Prince isn't on stage anymore. So he ghosted him on the concert <laughs> and then he goes him playing ping pong. What? So Questlove gets to this ping pong place and he wants to watch the game. And, uh, He sees Prince and his people shuffle out and get in the car. So he runs over, knocks on the window. The window rolls down. And he goes, hey, Prince, what happened in there? And Prince just goes, ask your boy. And then rolled the window back up. That's such a hard burn. What? That's a sweet-ass Prince story, I think. That's one of my favorites that I heard after he passed. I really, really like that one. Ask your boy.
0: And that was it. It's badass. Yeah, it is. He, uh, as the kids would say, that was his mic drop. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Right? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Without a doubt. Without a doubt. Oh, without a doubt, yo. Hey, hey, look at me. This is a... How do you pronounce the candy? carm cara? Well,
1: I mean, if you're talking about the individual ones, I say caramels. Caramels? Yeah, but if you're talking about what's found inside of a Cadbury bar, I would say caramel. Really? Very strange, I know, but... You've made this
0: decision. Yeah,
1: because I think, like, oh, there's caramel in there. Sounds, uh, you know, white trashy. Mm-hmm. Which I am very white trashy. <laughs> I dip a lot of stuff in ranch, including caramels. <laughs> but uh, I don't know why I do that. I just, that's just how, where I landed, I guess.
0: Okay. That works. I guess.
1: It's going to have to, because that's my answer. Caramel, take me away. Yeah. That's like when people, uh, they hit a golf shot, and they're like, well, I'll take it. Well, yeah. You have to. Those are the rules. What do you mean you'll take it? Do you have you not played this before? You you have to. That's the ball you hit.
0: Good point. Have you ever noticed that when uh I'm sure you have, I just this was new to me today. I was uh texting someone about you. Interesting.
1: Yeah. Oh
0: snap. And when I wrote Chad, the flag for the country Chad came up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, it's yeah. interesting. I actually will own that's why that's my symbol now. Speaking
1: of prints. I go by the flag of Chad only.
0: Oh, I'm so glad I brought that up now. Uh-huh. That's a great time. Yeah. <laughs> Segway.
1: Yeah, I uh it always comes up too in the little you know, there's three options that you yes. can pick in the yes. right, so I just always tap it.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like uh in the um what was the thing last night? Oh, and the you didn't watch the debate. So I, I assume you DVR'd it and watched it after your show. I didn't. I don't. I don't even know who's running for president. Perfect. They uh, someone called uh, Trump said the word bigly. Bigley. Yeah. Yeah. And then the thing on Twitter last night was when you type in Bigley, it autocorrects to bigot. <laughs> of course. <laughs> it's kind of poetic,
1: really. That's funny. <laughs>
0: I think so, are you pumped for uh are you gonna be home for Halloween?
1: I am yeah, that's uh I've never missed Halloween or uh so Christmas Halloween or birthdays I've never missed since I've started since I've been a parent and been doing comedy yeah. mm-hmm. so I'll be there, although my kids won't you know now they're at the age where they're gonna be out doing you know whatever my son's gonna be egging things I would imagine and um. My daughter is going to be at a friend's house doing stupid stuff. So I'm just going to watch the game, Vikes game. Oh, my God. Monday Monday night night game against the Bears. Yeah. So I'm going to have that on. I'm actually going to bring it. I'm going to bring my TV out on my porch, and I'm going to watch it. So if people want to stay and warm up, I'm going to have hot cocoa and then uh, watch it, and they can sit and watch a couple of the plays, and then i have a candy bowl, let the kids sit or whatever.
0: Nice. Yeah. What do you remember back what age did you stop going out trick or treating God this is embarrassing but probably 19 for real Yeah
1: I mean I dressed up and we went we would go back with different masks to the house that gave Had full size candy self. bars Yeah absolutely <laughs> man I mean I I, Why keep, didn't I think of that I keep a journal a Halloween journal of where to go for the best stuff. Absolutely. Like, I know the neighborhoods in Fergus that give the best stuff. I will not trunk or treat. I think we've talked about this before. Oh, that, yes, that's right. I won't do it because I think that's cheating. But if you put the work in, if you write down where the best houses are and you can make a route to get to all of them in one night, then I think that you, you're, you're absolutely dominating Halloween. <laughs> and I'm willing to sell that information. Yeah. So if anyone's listening that's going to be trick or treating in Fergus, Fergus Falls. Falls, okay. Let me know.
0: I, uh, I, I, yeah, Monday Night Football. What am I talking Halloween's canceled. Monday Night Football's on.
1: No, Halloween's not canceled. You can't do that. But I, I mean, here's how much I love Halloween. I have a lot of things to do at the new house I bought. There's a lot of, uh, you know, a lot of renovations have already been done, but there's like little things, little checklists. And one of them was the porch light. And my front porch, mm-hmm. and so I have so many things inside the house I should have taken care of, but I spent, I spent a little while fixing that because <laughs> to get
0: ready because you have to have well because you have to have the light on yeah to yeah, know
1: which house to start absolutely on. so I started when I thought I almost gave up and I went and I bought um, solar powered LED strings yeah. and then ran them on the roof of my or the ceiling of my porch mm-hmm. so it's lit enough for Halloween Yeah. but I still worked on it. And now I can plug stuff in. Oh, it's gonna be sick on my porch, dog. How, uh, how much of a DIYer are you? Can you? Can you fix? I
0: can stuff do on most
1: things. The only thing that I won't do is uh, if I don't completely understand the electrical, I won't do it because that can scary. start a fire. Yeah. And anything um, where gas is going to be coming through, I think I can do it. I mean, I've you know I can solder you know pipes for water and everything like that like put a spigot in my outside my house and stuff but when it comes to gas I'm just not into it it's nothing that I want to mess with yeah. so I won't do that
0: you can solder huh
1: yeah I put a spigot in my house I was realizing after I moved in I was like oh I got to wash these screens I had my hose walking around the house and I was like huh should have checked for a spigot there was none uh uh-uh. uh so I just had to I just had to you know connect a pipe and then run it up on the underneath the ceiling of the upstairs, and then put it outside, but
0: I thought maybe you had to go to the well, tell yeah, me. no, I'm in town.
1: I'm in town now,
0: Daddy like the city, daddy likes city water <laughs> uh, i um I gotta
1: tell you one more thing about my house, yeah, please do. I just got blinds put in, and so I have a dog that barks way too much. You know, the dog comes over with the kids, so it's like the custody is also has to do with the dog. Sure. And so I got these blinds that you can keep them open on top. You can pull them down from the top. Oh, yeah. But then also you can so you can let sunshine in but keep your privacy. Yes. But also then the dog can't see things, so it doesn't bark ever. Yeah. It's awesome. But in my room, I really went douche central, and I got motorized blinds. Oh, boy. So now, I know. So when my alarm goes off, it's completely black in my room at 7 in the morning when I'm going to wake the kids up. And I just push the button on my wall and all my blinds raise and I fucking feel like Batman. (laughs) I'm not shitting you.
0: That's awesome. I
1: wake up and I'm just ready for the day because I'm so stoked that I just pushed a button and now there's light. Mm -hmm. It is pretty great. I like it. Even though... I'd never let anyone see it. I'd never admit that I did it if they were, someone was at my house, because mm-hmm. that's so douchey. douchey. But still, <laughs> I like it.
0: That sort of reminds me when I was having, uh, well, one of many times when I was having a hard time. You know, I'm, I think you remember I used to have a job in radio. I do remember that. Yeah. Uh-huh. And then there'd be times where I'd have a hard time waking up in the morning. And I'd try okay. all these new things to try to wake up in the morning, like a, you know... Alarm over here, 10 alarms, 30 alarms, a vibrating alarm. Uh, Where was, was it? it? Where was it?
1: Hey. Butt joke. <laughs> Who got you? Who got...
0: <laughs> I'm up. I'm up. Slept right through it every time. Just made the dream better. <laughs> and uh... <All> right. <laughs> Boy, this PTA meeting just got real. <laughs> and um, one of the things I tried once, uh, remember the old-fashioned you know when you when uh, the family went out of town for the weekend and you put the lamp on a timer. Yeah, yeah. I set one of those. So those, yeah, okay. So it would, so it would be, it would click on with. I tried to time it so like it would go off just what you're like what you're doing. Interesting. You're, where the uh, blind is going down, lights coming in. I yep. would do it with you know, artificial light. Have that lamp come on when my alarm went on.
1: Well, I got to tell you about an alarm I have. It is Flavor Flav right, mm-hmm. with the clock around his neck, and that's the actual clock of the clock. Yeah. That made no sense, but that's I'm keeping that sentence.
0: Uh-huh.
1: And the button on his cap is the snooze alarm. Uh-huh. And when the alarm goes off, he goes, Yeah, boy! Bass for your face! Bass for your face! Fight the power! Fight the power! Yeah, boy! That's what I wake up to. Wow. Yeah. It's an Echo Clock. I got it from my friend Kevin Williams, who started doing comedy here. Not here, but in, he did a lot of comedy here. Uh, open for Daniel Tosh. Daniel Tosh got it from the Echo guy, the main guy, I guess, and then gave it to Kevin. Kevin gave it to me, and I, I didn't give it to anybody. I kept it.
0: You have to regift that, apparently.
1: No, I'm like the, I'm like the white elephant hoarder. That's what I do. <laughs> I just keep stuff. Pass it on. No, thank you.
0: Let's now I want to look in. I mean, I, when we're done here, now I want to look and see how much one of those things are. I, I want You should. Think there's like a, or is it one of a kind? It's not one of a kind. Yeah, it,
1: it can't be one of a kind. If it's one of a kind, I don't think you'd have given it to me. If it's one of a kind, check for it on eBay tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> because I will be selling that, and I will be done doing comedy.
0: <laughs> Perfect. I uh, I want to get your opinion on some other things here. Okay, great. Uh, this is a survey I found. It's about uh, when a uh, survey, like, uh, when are you too old to do something? You know what I mean? Like, uh, I
1: think it depends on what the thing is. Okay.
0: Well, I'm going to give you some. And you're th- and, uh, oh,
1: you were telling me the title of the survey. Yeah. Exactly. And then I answered it like it was a question. That's because I'm that's, terrible at explaining. Nah, it's my fault. Uh, oh, no. Wrong one. When are you too old to use an iPod? Well, Justin, how old are you? <laughs> because that's how old. That's the answer. I'm watching you
0: swipe... Like you're on Tinder over there for dear life. Uh, speaking of that, my w- um, remember I brought up te- parent-teacher conferences. Uh-huh. I went last week, uh-huh. two weeks ago, with my wife and my ex-wife. Oh, yeah. How'd that go? Fairly well. Interesting. And then when it was over, my wife uh, showed me uh, her tin—not her Tinder app—but she's apparently. On Tinder? Tinder, sure. She showed me the married father of one of our children, of uh, one of our kids' uh, friends. Does that make sense? Did you follow that? I
1: think you said married father. Yeah. Who <sighs> on Tinder? Yeah. Yikes.
0: Yeah. That's tough.
1: Yeah. That's a tough one. Uh huh. Why would you do that in your hometown? I mean, beats me. Listen, what I'd love to say is, why would you do that, and have that be the sentence? <laughs> But I understand what goes on. I understand uh-huh. people aren't happy in marriages. Sure. I, I, I'm not here to judge. Uh-huh. But I am going to call you dumb if you do it in your hometown. Yeah.
0: Uh-huh. Threesome. we looking for a threesome. Threesome? We have a comment for a threesome in the, but from the back of the room.
1: Yeah, but it's from a pervert. <laughs> <laughs> so nobody appreciates that. I'm trying to keep it classy up here. The guy running the computer, probably watching porn as we're doing this.
0: Yeah, are you even a threes- He
1: probably wasn't even talking to us. Mm-mm. He probably just found a threesome clip. And <laughs> he's threesome!
0: It's just weird timing. Yeah. <laughs> just a coincidence. So too old. Okay. Uh, how, how old is too old to get a, uh, a tattoo or belly button piercing? Well, I don't think you are. I don't think you can be. No? I don't think there is an age for that
1: because I think that if you, uh, you want to go for it, you know, and you're, you're 90, you're feeling like you're on borrowed time. And you always wanted one, I think you should do it. Yeah. And that's only because I just got one three weeks ago. Oh, your belly button? Show me. No, but I got a big old tattoo over here. Did you really? Uh Uh-huh. Of what? Are we talking uh, about this? Is it uh, public knowledge? Sure, I don't know. It's a stained glass window with a dove in it, and then it's got, uh, I'm serious, and then it's got uh, stargazer lilies around it. This is a grandmother-themed tattoo. Yes. A lot of people are like,
0: Prince? Right, no, no, not Prince, no uh-huh. no doves. When doves cry, oh! Doves. But I did. Cry. I
1: will tell you this. I did put a purple tear underneath the dove, the little tip of the hat to the man. Hmm. Yeah. I always we're, thought because I always thought it was neat. He always gave living in Minnesota as an artist a little bit more appeal.
0: Oh, absolutely.
1: So when you'd go to L. A. Like when I would go to L. A. Or I would go to New York, and people are like, "You live in Minnesota? <laughs> Sweet career." And like, you ever heard of a guy named Prince? Yeah. And they'd be like, well, that's not the same because you're not e- – why would you do that to yourself? And I'm like, you're right, but still.
0: Have you ever heard of them? Because it's good music. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> this is, might be a tough one for you. Chip. Okay. Too old to get drunk in public. Drunk in – oh, boy. This thing
1: says 38. Fuck you. <laughs> well, what's considered public? A bar? Uh Uh-huh. Fuck you (laughs) in the face. Who's doing this? Christianmingle.com? Is that where you got these questions? Yeah. No. No No way in hell. That wouldn't even be Christianmingle.com. That doesn't make sense because Irish Catholic, please. Yeah, right. Till there. Uh Go to... I mean, no. I think... I think if you're drunk in public and being fun and drunk or whatever, there's no age limit. I think if you're a real prick when you get drunk, keep it at home. Yeah. I think that's just always been a rule, whatever your age is. I agree. How about watch reality TV? Well, that's just mind-numbing. So if you want to be an idiot at any age, go ahead. But you're dumb if you're doing it. I mean, I don't know. I mean, that's just not for me. I'd rather not... I'd rather not watch people I wouldn't hang out with be on TV. Does that make sense? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> like if you were at my house, I'd tell you to leave. So why the fuck are you on my television? Yeah, it's one of those deals for me.
0: You know, that was always my opinion on. Uh, remember when MySpace was the social media everybody was on, and I would yeah. and I would say to people, you know, I, are you on MySpace? No. Why the hell do I want to make become friends with people I, I, I can. I can barely keep track of the friends I have. Why do yeah. I want more fake friends? Right, exactly. Yeah.
1: That's why, I like, when it's on Facebook, when people will give really personal information. It's like, hey, man, call call your good friends and talk about this. Mm-hmm. Like, really, really have a conversation. Don't do this. Because you have people that you don't really know. It's like one time your cousin's buddy's colleague saw a picture and decided to friend you, and now they know this about you. Right. Quit it. right quit Mm -hmm. and if you post pictures of vacation when you're on vacation i'm going to your house to steal your shit (laughs) that's just to teach you a lesson i'm not a bad person i'm a helper (laughs) but i do like brand new tvs Uh so it's like both it's kind of
0: both i'm gonna teach you two lessons that's right how about too old to wear a football jersey and i'm not talking about your own i'm talking about you know uh right. brett, like tim harmson wearing a brett Favre jersey. well here again i have different i'm the- i'm never
1: giving you a straight answer on this That's fine i i personally and this isn't like a like homophobic thing or, or whatever it is whatever i'm gonna get called for saying this mm. i just wouldn't wear another guy's jersey oh. i just don't like are we going steady why am i wearing your jersey? Are, are, am I getting pinned next <laughs> week? I get
0: your ring around a... Yeah,
1: ooh, sure hope your letterman's jacket fits me. No, so I wouldn't... Still
0: smells like him.
1: <laughs> I wear Viking stuff, but I'll wear like a hoodie. Yeah. I just don't wear another guy's jersey because I'm not good at football. Okay. So um, that doesn't make sense to me. So I would say zero. I'm going to say... Zero. Well, no, 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 I beg your pardon. To wear a football jersey, I'm going to say...
0: I'm going to say 18. I'm going to say when you graduate from high school, stop it. Wow. Yeah. I noticed I've been working a lot of uh, concerts recently over at the XL. Awesome. Good for you. Yeah, yeah. Making a little extra money. Good. And uh, Kanye, for example, was the there October 10th. Recently? Yeah. Monday. Yeah, I was, gonna, I was thinking about going. I worked at the Kanye show. Drake? F- familiar with Drake? I can't be part of that. Okay. Uh, I noticed that kids, uh, you know, fans of these guys... They all wear the the fashion is jerseys. I don't, but I can't get into it. There'll be a group, and I think it looks ridiculous. I think back to you know what? I bet when I was I age, my buddies all and I all did kind of dress the same. Sure, you know, yep. some variation of the same dumb boots or the same right. jackets or hats or whatever. Uh, but this thing where everybody's wearing when five white guys are walking by me, all wear uh, wearing basketball jerseys. Yeah, it's just I don't. That yeah. makes me
1: feel old. I'm not. I just, I can't get behind it. No. I can't get behind wearing another guy's jersey. It doesn't make sense to me. If you want to wear like a T-shirt of the team, I think that's great. Support your team. Mm -hmm. But you're supporting an individual man, and then that starts me thinking about the Catholic Church, and I don't like it.
0: (laughs) No matter who it it is.
1: And you know, yeah. And as far as like a Drake concert, no thanks anyways. Yeah. Started from the bottom, now we're here. But like where? Be specific. (laughs) That's my opinion. You're a Kanye fan? Yeah, I think he uh I I think he's real crazy. Mhm. And I think when it comes to art and creating, I think the crazier the better. Okay. So, I do like hearing some of his lyrics. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Huh. Yeah, I would watch that. Yeah, I'm judging you now. Yeah, go ahead. That's fine with me. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't like uh be buddies with him in his personal
0: life. Right. Cause that but I would I love to watch a meltdown. Train wreck situation. Sure, I will say I left soon after he started, went on stage, but okay. I did go in there and peek, and uh, I've never heard bass so loud yeah, in my life. I'm sure that any concert ever, any car ever, I've never heard bass so loud, and the crowd enthusiasm was as is uh, great, as loud, as enthusiastic as I've ever seen. Interesting.
1: Yeah. Well, I went and saw. So I was at ACL Austin City Limits. I saw a Band of Horses. Uh, then How was their bass? Uh, really great. Okay. Then we saw Radiohead right after them. Mm -hmm. Then we went home and we recharged the batteries. Yeah. And then we went back and we saw LL Cool J, and we saw Schoolboy Q, and we saw Kendrick Lamar. Oh, boy. And that was really exciting. Kendrick Lamar puts on such a good show. And I would have danced harder, but my arms were tired from keeping them in the air and waving them like I just don't care during the <laughs> LL Cool J concert, because it's still 1984 to him, and he treats everyone like that. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> and so, like, in his mind, Oprah still has a show. <laughs> That's what year it is. And then, uh, but Kendrick Lamar, dude, his his lyrics, I never knew this. So good, so smart, so relevant. He reminds me of uh, like more of an upbeat kind of Chuck D uh-huh. as far as like lyrics being relevant. And then I found myself several times being judged for dancing and not caring. Yeah. Like sometimes I was dancing, I didn't even realize I had started. So that's a good concert. That is good. But uh, I don't know if I would have went to an inside Kanye concert. I mean, I, I, I had the choice to go and I, I said no, but
0: mm-hmm. Yeah. His stage was uh, rather unique, kind of impressive. Sure, floating thing. Oh, he was doing. I didn't know that. Yeah, he doesn't. There's uh, no stage. There's no stage at, the, there's no stage at the, this end or that end or in the round. He's above the audience. Like they're standing, uh, you know, floor level. Everyone's standing to see him. You need to look up because he his stage lowers from the ceiling. Oh wow! He's, You know, hovering over everyone. That's interesting. Yeah, never seen anything like that. Cool. Um, let's see, we'll do, let's do a few more of these. Um, wear skinny jeans. When did you stop? I I never, I'm not built
1: for skinny jeans, Mm -mm. so I've never worn them. No. Me neither. I don't know. I don't wear baggy jeans, I just wear the normal cut.
0: (laughs) You know? The normal cut.
1: And then I like to also, uh, when I go to the gym once a month, I try to hit the legs. Unlike these young guys who have those ice cream scoop biceps.
0: Do you even lift, bro?
1: But I mean, here's the thing. They look great; these these guys look very thin, very fit. But the leg—it's like, how are you going to get out of trouble? Where are you gonna
0: where are you gonna go if you have to carry someone? What are you gonna do? I watched an episode of Teen Titans Go, that cartoon, okay, with my kids the other day. And the episode, the uh, topic of the episode was them basically doing what you are talking about, making fun of people that don't work out their legs. Well, I just don't these, get it. Yeah, these cartoon uh, superheroes. It came to their attention, like, we're not working on our legs enough. And then by the end of the episode, they saved everyone with their huge leg muscles. Well, that's how it should be.
1: Mm -hmm. Because you see, some of these guys, they look like you're going to topple over. And you're like, what are you? You're hurting yourself. Quit it. Mm -hmm. But I don't, I mean, I look like shit. But I can at least get myself from A to B
0: without huffing and puffing, you know? One more here. Uh, How old is too old to stay out past midnight? Oh, I I think you should always. Mm -hmm. Always stay out past midnight. I think that you know. You tell that to your kids as well.
1: Yeah, I mean, if they when school's not in in the summer, go for it. But if you have to wake up, but old people don't have to wake up. That's the thing. Like, they don't. They they get up at five uh-huh. and go for walks and shit. That doesn't make any sense uh-uh. to me. But uh, I would stay up past midnight and then I get up at like ten. Boom! You're right in the Price Is Right. <laughs> Right, because you you ever watch TV at five in the morning? It sucks shit.
0: I well, yes, it's mean, No, because it sucks shit. Well,
1: yeah, a lot of the channels are be. It's that even or,
0: Comedy Central is playing infomercials at that. Yeah,
1: time. absolutely. Yeah, yeah. So you get up at five, you're doing yourself an injustice because you could have stayed out. A lot of people say nothing good happens after two a.m. Right, but I say nothing good happens before midnight. Okay, so now you've given yourself a two-hour window to really kick some ass. <laughs>
0: I like that. That's what I think. I like that. Are you um uh what are you, are you working on a new special or anything? A new anything? CD. Yeah. That's
1: coming out hopefully in December. I'm really really hoping. We've we've hit some snags with it. So it's kind of a bummer deal, but I hope by Dece- uh, in December it'll be out, I hope. You have hit some snags. Hit some snags just with like all of the who I was going to go with, what label, mm. this, that, and mm. the other, and all this stuff, so it's taken a while, but now we're, I think we're back at it.
0: Was it a show that was,
1: where Where was the show? I was filmed in Madison, Wisconsin, oh. at Comedy on State, great, another great club.
0: Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Are you saying it's better than Acme?
1: Uh, Acme's my favorite.
0: Oh, okay. I, I mentioned that at the top. I, this is, I'm testing you to see if you're standing oh, by that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah oh, I got okay. it. All right. I'm, I'm I, know good. We, I know we already talked about that. I'm good, so man.
1: I'm good. Sorry, it. quit yelling at me. <laughs> what kind of bullshit host do you guys find? Get yelled at?
0: Threesome. <laughs> Is there anything else uh, we should be mentioning that you have going on? I don't think so. I'm just going to tour. I have
1: uh, new new jokes, <laughs> new, new jokes. stories yeah. for this week. Uh, not all, but a lot. And uh this new CD comes out December. Then I'm going to really push for another CD next year. Okay. And then just hopefully keep piling on after that yeah good good that's it for me okay i just love doing stand-up man i mean that sounds like a cop-out like i wouldn't even want to be on a tv show that's not what i mean but i just love doing stand-up so much that that's what i'm concentrating on
0: uh you know that's good and you think about uh the, this documentary that millions of people are going to see soon uh that could lead to other roles and other documentaries right yeah,
1: they'll be like, hey, uh, where's the guy that uh, was like thinner but looked real old because he hadn't slept? <laughs> do, we, do we know where we can get a hold of him? Call his manager. Does he answer the phone or is the phone number on his website no longer working?
0: <laughs> Perfect. Uh, one final question. Did you watch Cy Amundsen's half-hour special? I uh, feel so bad about this.
1: I didn't because what? I didn't have cable. I didn't have cable time, so I'm going to buy it on iTunes, and I'm going to just sit down and watch it uninterrupted, because um, I thought that I'd be able to watch it on demand, but you can't. Oh. You can't. Oh, okay. Uh Uh-uh. You can't watch it all the way through on demand, so I'm going to have to buy it on iTunes. But it's not
0: on iTunes yet. Sons of bitches. Yeah. Okay.
1: So when it comes out on iTunes, I'm going to watch it, because I'm a a big fan of his. Right.
0: Right. Have you... uh... You know, the, actually, when you mentioned the uh, table tennis ping pong stuff, you guys used to... Is there any more competitions between the two of you? size back is injured.
1: Oh. He has a back injury. And it's like, it's a real one. Yeah. So, because I talked a lot of shit to him about it. Mm-hmm. And then I saw him once and I was like, oh, this is real. Oh. Okay. So I'll shut up now. No, So no competitions right now? <laughs>
0: Not yet. Athletic feats.
1: I mean, it wouldn't matter. I'd beat him the same either way.
0: But... <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Chad, thank you.
1: Hey, thanks for having me back on, as always.
0: Yes, and uh, looking forward to seeing you um, bigger than life on a screen on Sunday. Uh, It'll be really fun. I'll be the person in
1: the back embarrassed about my one-on-one interview. Perfect. Yeah, right. (laughs)